Thank you for tonight, my God. Give us the words. Help us tonight, mighty God. We bless you, Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to our Bible study. We wait on you. Give us the words, mighty God, tonight. Give us the utterance. Bless us. Blessings to all our people out there. God bless you. Waiting on the presence of God to just fill this place. We've been in prayer for a while. Samantha, God bless you. Good evening to all our people out there. We have uh, an issue in our country and it's called suicide. And in the name of Jesus, I'm not trying to give a word of my own understanding and my own knowledge and really trying to just cry out for God like never before. God bless you, Ray Baldonado. We have an amazing Bible study tonight. Gina Russo, all the way from Providence, Rhode Island. Eva Marie Perez, God bless you. Angela Esparza, blessings to you and all our Italians in New England, Providence, Rhode Island, Gina, God bless you. Tanisha Anderson. Today we're gonna to be talking about suicide. And I really wanna reach, thank you for joining us, Tanisha. I really wanna reach the body. I wanna reach the Christians. I wanna reach, uh, today, you know, we're always uh, reaching out to the world. We do outreaches, concerts, hip hop, reaching out to the, the ones that don't know God, that have never been in church. Those are the ones that uh, we know our place. As evangelists, we know what God is having us do. Uh, thank you, Eva Marie. Uh, to my Ornelas family from Arizona, God bless you. Blessings, Alyssa from Pueblo, Colorado. We're getting ready to start our Bible study today. Tonight, our message is titled, Suicide Causes Suicides and Life Causes Life. And I'll explain that in a second. Um, for years, I've worked on different Native American communities in the country. Uh, we started seeing the suicide epidemic with the Apache Nation up in the White Mountain, Apache up in White River, up in Arizona. And it was just like wildfire. It spread throughout Montana and Wyoming. And I just had a meeting with a principal. Thank you, Lissa. Just had a meeting with a principal from Wyoming that said that the state of Wyoming uh, is the worst in suicides in high schools, middle schools, and elementary schools. So uh, I recently was on a trip to Colorado and we started off in Northern California. And we started off with Sandra Gripsby. We did an outreach concert in a city called Oroville. If you've heard of Chico State or Chico, California, it was right about 20 minutes from Chico. And as we did the concert, led people to the Lord, hip hop, uh, there was a woman, an elderly woman that came up to me and said, what do you think about, um, what do you think about when doctors 
do suicides, physician suicides. And it really broke my heart. And I told her that I cannot agree with physicians assisting in any types of suicide. So uh, coming from Northern California, all of a sudden, uh, the question was, what do I think about physicians that assist in suicides? And I was like, no. The entire trip, I was counseling people uh, that were battling the idea of suicide. We get to the state of Colorado in La Junta, Colorado, and we go to the college and we do a concert and people are talking about depression and melancholy and gloom and being sad and I'm seeing it everywhere. We go to a city called San Luis, Colorado, the, considered the oldest town in Colorado and they say the kids are crying, the kids are talking about anti-bullying, they're sharing a little bit about suicides, but when we got to the city of Pueblo, Colorado, and I'm not even gonna say the high school, um, if you follow us on Facebook, you know the high school, but I just want the kids and the community and the staff and the parents and everyone that supports the football teams, the baseball teams and the entire school, I just want you to know that we support you. And I'm not putting your name out there because in all reality, I just want God and I want all of us to really just cry out and just spend time to let you guys know that we're focusing on you guys tonight. So tonight's subject, tonight's message on iHeartRadio podcast is suicide causes suicides and life causes life. And for all those right now, you were raised in the church and you feel you have no strength. I'm not talking to the people in the world. I want to encourage our children right now. I want to encourage the body of Christ. I want to encourage that pastor that is ready to give up. Because in the Bible, throughout the Bible, many people had gone through hardships that in the Old Testament, they even killed themselves. And I want to teach you the way like Paul and what Paul did in a crisis situation. Um, Genesis chapter 1, 27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So before we blast off in our study, Alyssa and everybody out there, We want you to know that your niece, your 17-year-old niece, and all our families, that we are all created in the image of God. So um, we live in a time where fantasy is taking over. Fantasy movies, fantasy games, fantasy, all kinds of fantasy. And fantasy is not fact. Fantasy is not truth. So fantasy will let you down. And so I want to encourage if anybody out there is battling because maybe you've been on your video games or you you like that saga movie and it just ended and all of a sudden you're going through depression and you, know, you don't know how to deal with it, I just want to encourage you to seek after history, facts, data, seek after the word of God, things that are, that are truth. So that way when you go through a crazy situation and a mighty wind and a mighty storm and the storm is crazier than you've ever experienced in life, I want you to know that that the Word of God is your anchor, is your support. Um, um, we're reaching out to schools right now. This message is for schools, teachers, advocates, Native American communities, jails. Um, it's 
this message is for everybody, but especially our Christian kids, especially the pastor's sons and the pastor's daughters and everybody involved from the pastor's family and everybody involved in ministry. I really wanna point out, I wanna cry out that we need to be the light Christian uh, body of Christ, faith-based community, uh, religious freedom people out there. We really have to listen to the word of God. Uh, to every death due to war, there are three deaths due to homicide. To every death, for every one death of war, in war, there's three deaths in homicide and five deaths of suicide. Mark A. Garcia, God bless you. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death around the world, more than homicides and more than HIV. Suicide, we're talking about suicides. This is an epidemic. And before we go and we approach the world and we ap approach mental health and we approach the counties and the states and the federal, before we can get into creating laws uh, to help people that are battling uh, suicide uh, ideas, we need to understand that it's an epidemic. Military active duty and veterans, we're at our high, 20% high. Suicide is self-slaughter, self-destruction, self-injurious behavior, a person that has a weary life. And we're gonna get to the core, and I have to say this stuff before we get into the scripture, because I believe that God is gonna root out in the body of Christ and the faith-based community. So that way we could come together. Once we get delivered as our community, then we could go out there and reach everybody out there in the name of Jesus. Melancholy is sadness. If you know anybody that is experienced, they're experiencing sadness right now, sorrow, unhappiness, dejection, depression, gloom, misery, low spirits. I pray that you, that you open up your ears right here to hear what the spirit has to say to the church right now. If you know anybody that is in low and gloomy spirits, suicide is illegal in many countries. I wish it was illegal here in the United States of America, but suicide is illegal in many countries like Sudan, Uganda, Bahamas, Jordan, Lebanon, Malaysia. When a person commits or tries to commit suicide, the community is damaged. Kids are hurting. I I did a uh, a suicide prayer visual a few years ago here in the city of Anaheim, California. And everybody was crying. It had to do with the football community. Cheerleaders are crying. Football players are crying. Parents are crying. Coaches are crying. And they had me do this prayer and when I asked the, the young people, how many people want to commit suicide? How many people are having these thoughts and feelings and ideas? The whole community, thousands of people rose their hand and it has to go with this message that suicide causes suicide. Life causes life. And I want to encourage if there's anybody out there, J-Biz, Phyllis, everybody from New England, God bless you, Dave and Phyllis and Carrie and Ted and, and Jay Styles and Jay Biz. If there's anybody out there, 
uh, that you know that's going through this, uh, they're injuring themselves, they're having ideas, they might not necessarily be doing it, but they have the idea of. We need to really take it serious. Superstitions. Like I said, fantasies, when people focus on the fantasy uh, video game, they're shooting each other, fantasy, uh, these fantasy movies, and, and uh, they're into it, and they go to every movie, and they're the first ones in line, and they buy the shirts and the clothing of that fantasy, and they love that saga, and it's like all of these episodes, and, and all of a sudden it ends, and then they have a crisis, they don't know how to handle it because they haven't been meditating on the word day and night to give them foundation and fundamental fundamental principles of morality so that they know how to handle when people want to leave them and everybody turns their back on them when they feel like nobody's there to support them. Body of Christ, this is for our children. 1 Timothy 4.7 says, But refuse profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself rather unto godliness. So tonight, we're going to be talking about things like godliness, faith, I know you might be in the furnace of affliction. You might be in the lion's den. You might have sinned and you might have sinned and you might have been in error and you might have made mistakes and or whatever it might be that's battling right now, that's messing with your mind and your thoughts and your ideas right now. To live means to be active. So if we're gonna cause people to, to live, body of Christ, then we need to live. And we need to be active and we need to flow in the spirit and we need to we need to flow in every single way with people, whatever color they are, whatever ethnicity they are. We need to have happiness and joy and we need to express to them how much appreciation we have that they're here with us today and joining us today. And we welcome to them to our community because we are the light in this world. To live means to be active. It means to be revived like the springtime. We need to ha start having more revivals, people. We're, we're complaining about suicide, but we're not, we're not doing revivals to revive the community, to revive the marriage, to, to revive those young people, to revive your home, the love in your home and the respect and honor of your home. Different types of suicides. Here we go real quick. I have to say it so that you could recognize Eloise Brown and all our people from the great Navajo Nation, Four Corners, New Mexico. Different types of suicides. Duty suicide. They're going down with the ship. Watch out when people have that type of loyalty and they're going to go down with the ship. Nope, nope, I'm going down with the ship. Kamikaze type of suicide where they look at kamikaze like, I'm not returning back. This is a one-way mission, and this is honorable and glorious, and my family's gonna be blessed by this. So we have, to, we have to be aware, Christian community, about morality, and we also have, be, need to be aware about the liberal type of ideas out there in our school education that are preaching, that are sharing messages of Romeo and Juliet and love and suicides and and Nero and Socrates how he just with his head held high and his shoulders back he sipped on that poison and he took it like a man political protest I was reading throughout history that that's one way for people to protest 
by committing suicides because people aren't listening to them. And I'm thinking now in our future with the presidential election coming up soon, these are the things that we need to start praying about the spirit of political suicide. People that if you get Trump in office again, we need to pray people. Elderlies, like I said, while in Northern California doing an outreach concert with the Native American community, I was approached by a woman that wanted me to agree for the doctors to allow her to die because she was in pain. No, I can't be in agreement with that. I cannot be in agreement with physician-assisted suicide. Rational suicide. Pay attention. Rational suicide. The Greek Athenians, if they could convince the Senate that their hearts were in pain, that they couldn't handle life anymore, and they could convince the Senate, then by law they, would, they were granted suicide permission by the Senate. You have love and suicide. Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. You don't need to have, you young girls, you don't need to fall in love with a guy and, 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 and want to kill yourself when he leaves or she leaves, guys. Fall in love with Jesus. Julie. Before we get into the word, I want to encourage the body of Christ to understand when you send your kids to school, public school, then they have philosophers that committed suicide that teachers today are quoting. Playwrights that in their plays are talking about suicides and we're taking it like nothing. We're accepting it. Come on, body of Christ. What we should do is we should try an experiment. And we should get all the preschoolers starting right now and, and don't, and we should, and we should literally take everything out of the schools, the, the elementaries, the middle schools, the high schools and the colleges of anything, poetry, uh, theater, plays, um, quotes, philosophers that supported suicide and take it out of our United States system. And, and, and 20 years from now, I want to see that experiment on our preschoolers to see where they're at with their confidence without having Romeo and Juliet having to kill themselves. Oh, what's your, oh, you're in theater? What, what are you, what, what's your, what's your role? Oh, I'm Juliet. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Suicide causes suicides. And, and I want to be fair to the young people in the body of Christ that are watching. I'm praying for a solution. I'm praying for an answer for our kids in our public schools. If, if we cannot find the solution, then I am going to encourage for us to enforce laws for people to go to jail when they try to commit suicide. I don't want you to hurt yourself. So we need to come up with a solution for our states. But I'm talking tonight 
to the body of Christ, to our kids, the pastor's kids, the evangelist's children. I'm talking to that deacon's kids. I'm talking to that apostle's children. I'm talking to that prophet's kids, the sons of the prophets. I'm talking to the young people. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Samson. I, I, I don't want to lie to you, young people. I don't want to lie to you, United States veterans. I don't want to lie to you, Ruben Ornelas, my cousin from Yuma, Arizona. I don't want to lie to you, active duty, military. But Samson committed suicide. Samson, who judged Israel 20 years. So yes, in our Bible, in our Old Testament, you find where characters in the Bible committed suicide. And so I don't want to lie to you. I want to be real, just like you're getting it from the playwrights that committed suicide, just like you're getting quotes from philosophers that committed suicide, just like your, your, uh, your favorite actor committed suicide. Also in the Bible, people that we highly respect also committed suicide. So I don't want to leave anything out because that's the Old Testament, but I believe that Jesus came to give us life. Samson, he had his powerful hair, superhuman strength. He slew the lion. The spirit of the Lord came upon him. He slayed a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey. We're talking about Samson, who was a judge of Israel for 20 years, who had a supernatural strength. He had this power. He carried the gates of Gaza, meaning he broke the most fortified walls. There was nothing that could stop this superhuman man of God, son of God, as long as he had his hair. Judges chapter 16, and tonight we're talking about Samson, and let's pray because now we're going to get into the word of God, we're going to get into the prophetic we're going to get into how scary it is uh, because I've been watching communities. When somebody dies, it's a domino effect. And I'm trying to show you and be real with you and hide nothing from you so that you can see biblically from the Old Testament. And we're going to close it off with the New Testament, how Paul handled the same situation that basically Samson went through, but from a New Testament, New Covenant perspective. So that way you can handle it thanks to Jesus. Thanks to the blood of Jesus. That way you cannot be like Samson. That way you won't be like Saul, the King Saul who, who killed himself. Father, in the name of Jesus, before we go out and rescue nations, mighty God, that are experiencing, mighty God, high levels of suicide epidemic, before we go and rescue, mighty God, Asia and Russia and, and all those that want to commit suicide in Africa, mighty God. Help us, mighty God, and give us a word for our children, for the body of Christ, for the faith-based community in the United States of America and our territories, mighty God. For that one veteran, mighty God, that's listening, mighty God. For that one student, mighty God, that feels alone. 
for that one single mom that feels like you have no support. Father, give us the strength. We don't take this lightly, mighty God. We're not talking about this just to talk about it. We're talking about it, mighty God, so that we can pray because we don't have the answers, mighty God. Nothing is working, mighty God, in our in California, in all our states, mighty God. Like I said, the principal from Wyoming said that the state of Wyoming is the worst in, in student suicides. Help us, Jesus. Judges chapter 16. Talking about Samson. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me. I pray you strengthen me. I pray you only this once, O God, that I, might, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson prayed. He, his, his two eyes were gashed out by the Philistines, by the, it, the Philistines mean the immigrants, people that were not natives to that area. And they gashed out, took out his eyes. The great Samson, superhuman strength, judge of Israel. His name meaning like the sun, Samson had a Nazarite vow for life. He said, God, I, I want to avenge, mighty God. I, I have these revengeful feelings, mighty God. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, mighty God. I want to pay back, mighty God. He prayed like that, Eddie Ochoa from Hawaii. Payback. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood and on which it was born upon of the one with his right hand and the other with his left. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. He, let me commit suicide with my enemies. Let me be put to death. Let me be executed. Let me die prematurely before my time. And he bowed himself with all his might and the house fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people that were therein, so the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. He had caused more people to die after he died. That's the point. I've been researching communities and, and when there's a gang murder or a gang shooting and they need a, a Hispanic, Mexican, American to go out there and advocate and to pray for the community before they go to war, I'll go out there. I'll talk to him. Say a prayer of peace. Samson said, let me die. Let me be executed. And so when I'm out there in the communities, when that person takes his life, the mom is in the street crying, the brother is crying, the sister, cousins, the neighbors, the school friends, the football team, cheerleaders, everybody's crying. 
It said about Samson that he killed more people when he was dead. So I want to encourage our faith-based community, freedom of religious community, our, our, our Christians. I don't care what church you're from. If Jesus is Lord, this message is for you and your kids. Samson in the Bible took out more people while he was dead. Suicide causes suicide. 1 Samuel 31, now we're talking about King Saul. If you remember, it, uh, King Saul's kingdom had been stripped from him and given to King David or little David, shepherd boy. He had been revengeful, chasing after the shepherd boy because he knew that he was anointed by Samuel to take his place. He had killed Goliath. He had become a, a mighty general of war. He had become a great prince, David did. Saul chased him to kill him. During that time, the Philistines were at war with Saul and his house. 1 Samuel 31, and we're talking about first that suicide takes suicide. Suicide causes it. 1 Samuel 31, verse 1. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down to slain in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his sons. And the Philistines slew Jonathan, Abinadad, and Melchizedek, Saul's sons. The Philistines executed these princes, the sons of King Saul. Imagine your family members, you are a person of authority. You are a person of authority under authority. You are a leader in the community, a leader at your church, a leader in your home, whatever it is that you are a leader in the name of Jesus. And imagine your sons being attacked by the Philistines, people with no root, Verse 3, and the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him, and he was sore wounded of the archers. King Saul was, was, before he was wounded, it said he was sore, meaning he was heavy. He was made dull, lifeless, dry, flat, tiresome, wearisome unexcited and uninspiring the archers hit him and he was sore wounded of the of the archers then Saul said unto his armor bearer his assistant draw your sword and thrust me lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and abuse me. But his armor bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. Therefore, Saul took a sword and fell upon it. And when his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise upon his sword 
and died with him to prove that suicide causes suicide. Your most faithful assistant, your most faithful person that supports and brings aid, the one who's right there with your notebook, the one who's carrying your briefcase, the one that's right there by your side in the midst of battle, when you finally quit, when you finally throw in the towel, there is your domino effect. The person right next to you that looks up to you does the same thing. It says that the armor bearer died as well, meaning he neglected wise moral conduct. Conduct. I encourage all the people that were raised in ministry, do not neglect your wise and moral conduct. All the hip hop community, do not neglect the wise and moral conduct. When it looks crazy, don't throw in the towel by neglecting the wise conduct. God has prepared you to handle the fires. God has prepared prepared you to be alone in the wilderness. Life causes life. So we talked about suicide causes suicide. I want to encourage for all those that are still with us, for all those that have hung in there in life, I want to encourage all those that haven't thrown in the towel all those that wanted to quit, but you didn't. Keep going, guys. Acts chapter 16, starting with verse 22. We're going to be talking about kings. We're going to be talking about the Apostle Paul. If you remember, Paul is waved by a vision, a man in a vision and says, come over here. And they go over there. He begins ministering. And a girl with the spirit of divination rises up and said, These men are the men of the Lord Most High. But she was saying it with a different spirit. She was saying it from a spirit of divination. That... Paul looked at her and casted that devil out of her. And because of that, they were beaten. Pay attention. This is New Testament teaching. Life causes life. 22, Acts 16, verse 22. And the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded them to beat them. Have you ever been in a situation where you're doing something right for God, but next thing you know, you're getting beat by leaders? Paul is being ordered by the commander of the army or the, the captain of the temple to be beaten with rods. 23. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. So now they're beat, they're beaten with rods, they have stripes, they're getting whipped. Verse 24, who having received such a charge, 
thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. The stripes means the blows, wounds, heavy afflictions. Now they're thrown into the inner prison, 25 and at midnight. And this is the type of attitude that we need to have. We live in a time where people want to commit suicide everywhere. But I want to encourage the body of Christ. I want to encourage all my little brothers, my little sisters, my cousins, all the people, all the pastors, sons, all those involved. I want to encourage you to be like Paul and Silas. And it says at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas prayed. Midnight hour means the worst. The midnight hour means there's a chance you don't come back. The gloomiest, the hardest, the loneliest, no support in the inner prison. But they prayed, meaning they offered praise and prayers to God. It doesn't matter if, you're, if your mom loses her job, students. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're flunking that class, students, or you fell in love and your heart got broken, students. You have to find a way to still pray and offer up prayers to God in the midnight hour. Not just pray, but you have to sing praises, songs of praises and worth. Lord, I love you, Lord. It's 12 midnight, mighty God. Everybody's watching me. I, I have wounds, mighty God. I've been wounded and, and, and they beat me down and probably cut me all up. Don't they threw me and my boy Silas in the inner prison. I love you, Jesus. They didn't give me my phone call. I love you, Jesus. They didn't give me my food. I love you, Jesus. I didn't even get a court date. I love you, Jesus. So students, maybe Samson failed us and King Saul failed us by example. But here you have Paul who was beaten, given blows, stripes. He's praying and he's singing songs unto God. And it says the prisoners heard them. The prisoners were like, check these guys out. These, these guys, these lames right here. Check these dudes out. These fish. They're not going to last. Oh, they started making bets. Let's see how long they're going to last right here. They have no food. We're making fun of them. We're making fun of their songs. What a corny song. That guy, he's singing rap songs. He's corny. Look at their praying. They're all bloody. Their eye, their eye is out of their socket. They're all cut up. There's stripes all over them, open wounds, and nobody's healing them. They're getting infected. Verse 26, and suddenly. That's, that's what I want to encourage the students out there in the body. And suddenly. You keep hanging on, and suddenly. You cause people to live, and suddenly. I know you're going through a hurt. I know they might not understand you. 
I know they left you. But suddenly, the reason I'm standing here today, because I chose to offer up prayers and I chose to sing my little hip hop songs to God. And suddenly, that's why you're here today. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosened. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and he would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. I want to encourage everybody out there. Let that be the word for tonight. Do yourself no harm, family. It says Paul cried with a loud voice. We have to cry out tonight. We have to invite our families and let them know we love you. We invite you. We welcome you, family. Familia. We have to cry out with a loud voice. We have to in, be inviting for the people of the world. We have to call these people by their names. We have to address them. I'm looking at you guys right now. And I'm inviting you into my life. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. That's why we're still making music. Not to make music. But because we're inviting you into our lives and into our homes. We're inviting you into the lives of our community. We're inviting you into the SOG crew. We don't know what else to do but invite you to say, don't, you're not alone. But Paul cried with a loud voice, meaning the word loud means great. You have to cry with a great voice you have to be violent. You have to be violent and cry with a violent voice. But you also, to be loud means to be a person of authority and to be as an elder. So when you're crying out for people, are you crying out as, a, as an, uh, an uh, equal or are you crying out as an authority figure, as an elder? I'm crying out because I love you. I'm crying out because I care for you. I'm still here because I love you. We don't quit because we love you. There's no retiring. He cried out, do yourself no harm. Don't be destructive. Don't be like the man with the legion spirits. Don't be cutting yourselves like the Baal prophets. Don't be injurious towards yourself, whether it's in your mind or you're actually doing it. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. 
and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved, Ray Baldonado? What must I do to preserve my life from danger and destruction, to be delivered from the penalties of judgment? What must I do to free myself from this sin that I'm walking in? We persecuted these two men, Paul and Silas, that were completely innocent. We beat them down, opened them up with wounds. We abused on them, threw them in the inner prison, laughed at their songs and their prayers. And suddenly, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved in your house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them that same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized, he and all his straightway. And when he brought them into the house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Suicide causes suicide. Samson killed more people while he was dead than the people that he slew while he was alive. Saul, King Saul, falls on his sword and his armor bearer, his assistant, the person that brought aid to him to help that helped him walk, helped, helped him climb his horse, helped him to count, kept him up to date. His little assistant, well, he can't be little because he was an assistant to a king, so he was great. He also fell on his sword. While in Pueblo, Colorado, We asked the kids that if, if there was anybody out there that wanted to bring, cause injury to themselves to come up. The entire school minus 15 kids out of a thousand came to the floor of the gymnasium. I was so blown away by the kids coming up to me and telling me that their brother had committed suicide. This girl was like, my sister committed suicide. The other person's like, my dad committed suicide. The other person's like, my uncle committed. And I was like, and so that, that right there opened my eyes and it left me stuck on dumb. And I, I didn't even want to leave my house because it affected me so much. And I wanted to just seek out after God like never before for an answer. And God told me before I go out there and rescue the world from this suicide epidemic that's the 10th leading cause more than AIDS, more than homicides around the world, that I have to remind the body of Christ not to be like a leader, a 20-year judge of Israel, Samson, or like the first king of Israel, Saul. 
Later on, there was a a story that I read called The Siege of Masada. Where the Romans were going to kill about a thousand Jews. They already had killed about a million of them. But they were going to siege this mountain, this fortified stronghold of the Jews. And this is a true story. And before the Romans came in to capture these men, these Jewish men, to probably hang them up on crosses, to torture them, they all decided to kill themselves. So, the point of me sharing that to the students and to the people is that in this world, you have philosophers, playwriters that have committed suicide or supported suicide in their countries. Socrates, Plato that supported it. Kings around the world. But also in the Old Testament Bible where characters, Bible characters also did it. But the reason for me to share that with you is to be real with you and to point you towards the New Testament of Jesus and to seek after life and to do it like Paul did it. Not like Samuel, not like Saul or Samson, but like the Apostle Paul that during the hardest trial, whether he was shipwrecked whether he was in death often, whether he was betrayed by his countrymen or by his brothers, that during the midnight hour, he prayed with, with his little brother, Silas. And they sang songs of praise. So to my fellow countrymen, to God Chaser from Phoenix, Arizona, to my wife, Melissa, and to everybody out there that knows where I'm coming from when it comes to the epidemic of suicide. We need to pray. And we need to continue to sing our songs of praise. I don't know what else to do. My little brothers and my little sisters are hurting right now. Family members are hurting right now. My partner's families are hurting right now. Everywhere I go, they're hurting right now. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to be active, to be alive. I'm going to continue to live and grow and be happy. Father, in the name of Jesus, mighty God. Before we leave, mighty God, I just pray for a fresh touch. Praise you, Jesus. 
We come in agreement, mighty God. Heal our country, mighty God. Praise you, Jesus. We praise you, mighty God. Heal our country, mighty God. Help us to be like the Apostle Paul. That during the midnight hour, mighty God, during the worst trial of life, for doing good, he was thrown in prison, mighty God. But because he held his integrity, because he did not neglect his wise moral conduct, because he continued to let his light shine, mighty God, he was able to lead the jailer to you, mighty God. Because Paul chose life, he caused a man to live and his whole house. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, mighty God, for our people, mighty God. Let them live and let them be activated. Let them smile from their hearts. Let them fall in love. Let them put you first, mighty God. Let them be strengthened in you, mighty God, oh Lord. We bless you, Jesus. We lift up all of our children, our grandchildren. We lift up all the kids four years old to 22. We lift up all our United States veterans, mighty God, that are battling with this epidemic. We lift up all our active Navy, United States Marines, United States Coast Guard, the United States Air Force. We lift up all the active duty, mighty God. We lift up our active duty and we pray, Lord, that you bless them, mighty God, and keep them. Let your face shine upon them. Tonight, we lift up all the pastor's kids, all the little ones, mighty God. Help them, Lord Jesus. Strengthen them. Let them endure. Let them be like the Apostle Paul and Silas. We bless you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, man. Praise you, mighty God. We love you, mighty God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, mighty God. Oh, no, I'm not going to get off until... Until we get revived, mighty God. We praise you, mighty God. Revive your people, Jesus. Revive us, mighty God. Quicken us right now, mighty God. Revive your people, Jesus. Revive those that want to give up. Revive those that want to fall on their sword right now. Revive those that want an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. 
Revive those, mighty God, that are in sorrow. Revive those that are brokenhearted, Lord Jesus. Revive that, that one that fell in love and got their heart broken. Revive, mighty God, that one that wants the physician to, to assist in suicide, mighty God. Revive, mighty God, that one that wants to talk their way into suicide, mighty God. Help us, Jesus. We choose life tonight, mighty God. We choose life, Lord Jesus. The sons of God chooses life. SOG crew and our families, we choose life. Our kids choose life. California, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Montana, Idaho, Nevada, Utah. We choose life. New York, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine. We choose life tonight, mighty God. We choose life, Jesus. Revive us. Revive your great people, mighty God, with honor and respect. Let them be virtuous and honorable. Let their light shine, mighty God. Let them live. Let them grow. Let them expand, expand their borders, expand their coast, enlarge their territory, mighty God. We lift up all those, mighty God, in the near future, mighty God, that are going to want to commit political suicide, mighty God. We pray, Lord. Help them to understand that it's a blessing for every citizen of the United States of America to have their own opinion. Teach our kids to move in the freedom, mighty God, and to walk in their God-given rights of freedom of speech and freedom of opinion, freedom of religion. We love you, Holy Spirit. I lift up my son Jacob to you, mighty God. I thank you that my son is happy, Lord Jesus. I thank you, mighty God, for revival for my children, Lord Jesus. Revive our families, Lord. Revive Pueblo, Colorado. Revive the great state of Colorado, Lord Jesus. Revive the great state of New Mexico, mighty God. Revive us, Jesus. Revive our country, mighty God. We choose life. We choose your blessings tonight, mighty God. 
And we love you so much, Jesus. Forgive us of our sins, mighty God, and our iniquities, mighty God. Forgive anybody out there if they've even entertained the idea of anything negative. Love you, Jesus. We praise you, mighty God. I'm just going to take this time to pray, mighty God. Sing my praise. Sing my songs of praise. We lift up our country, Jesus. Help our veterans, mighty God. I lift up transgender community mighty God to you I lift up all those that want to commit suicide in the transgender community Jesus give them hope mighty God help us mighty God Turn somebody out there, mighty God. There's just one out there. Just change them, mighty God. We love you, Holy Spirit. Cocoa Nation. We love you guys, man. Love you very much. Just keep praying, keep singing your songs of praise, people. On behalf of the entire Sons of God crew, my wife Melissa and Lizette Garza. DJ Kaylee and Charisma and Jay Bizzle and R. Lizzie and Pastor John, Jay Styles, Destiny, Happy Zay, Jamie, Esther, Ruby, Izzy. you guys, man.